calling from uh, the Bay Area. The Bay Area, uh, nice, man. That would be, uh, I don't know. Ten, 10 hours from you in a car? Something like that. I, uh, we, were just, we were just talking, uh, yeah, you're from that area, Carl. Uh, we were just uh, talking about your uh, the Golden Globes last week and uh, how uh, comics these days need to kind of maybe protect themselves from material they perform so as nobody else can take it. I mean... Wait, wait, wait. Believe it or not, I missed it. I'm not, I'm not doing what you did. I actually missed a couple of words you said. Could you repeat, please? Yeah, I was just saying, as far as the Golden Globes last week, you know, your joke uh, kind of taken uh, according to the fans of your uh, on uh, on Facebook or you know on other places that we are thinking how can a comic these days can protect themselves well, let, let me say first of all I was shocked that I had a fan <laughs> <laughs> nice. I even had a Facebook page that was nice. so active. there's so many things that shocked me so the, uh, well yeah because you well, didn't know did again yeah you didn't know about it right you had you had someone pointed out to you that your joke was used on the Golden Globes no, no, I was watching the Golden Globes, uh, and then uh, coming around the words, uh, Bill Cosby answered the allegation, finally answered the allegation, wait, wait, I went, wait, 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 that's my phrasing, this is not, this is not about, in, the slow, in slow motion, or as it was happening, I was going, this isn't about to happen, is it? And then that actually happened, uh, I was doing a joke, you know, uh, I don't know, are, are you guys comedians? Yeah, well, we have comedian Brett Ernst. I know you said you know Brett, and Brett knows you. Yeah, what's up, Brett? Brett's in the studio? Yeah, I'm right here, buddy. How you doing? Oh, Brett, what's going on? Nothing, man. Just, uh, yeah, we, we were talking about this. He was, uh... uh oh, Brett, well, Brett, well, you're exactly a person I could explain this to. Uh, uh, you know, if, if, uh, if I'm not supposed to fight for my joke, then really, what am I supposed to fight for? That's kind of what I do. Years ago, when we worked together at the comedy store, I made up a bit where I go, uh, I live in a... Like, uh, near UCLA, every store in my neighborhood is a Middle Eastern store, and with their language, I don't even understand the name of any store in my, my neighborhood. It's like, honey, look, the brand new... <laughs> over, from, uh, over to a kitty corner to a... <laughs> so I made up that this language sounds like the sound... <laughs> right? Are you guys with me so far? Yeah. Well, I'm with you. We yeah, got, we got it. it. <laughs> and all of a sudden, uh, a lot of Middle Eastern comedians started performing at the comedy store, uh, one with a double same name, and suddenly, months later, they started going, oh, yeah, I'm from the Middle East, and then... And using that same exact thing that I invented. And so one of them, I had a fight with and go, hey, just curious. And this is, this, is how you, this is how you get to discover whether it's your joke or just some, similarly someone thought of it. I go, hey, uh, where did you... How did you come up with that? What, what was the impetus? Where, where was the moment... You know, because a lot of my jokes are like, hey, I'm walking down the street, and I think of this. And the person went, uh, I don't know. Uh, I go, yeah, you came up with it when you saw me do it. Hmm. And so I had a big fight with one of the, one of the two or three renowned stand-up comedians uh, at the comedy store who was Middle Eastern. I explained that that's mine. And no, not everyone goes for the language of the Middle Eastern thing. So, I mean, that's about the last time I fought for it. <laughs> well, and, uh, see, people don't realize about our material is, you know, we take months grooming something or, or even years, you know, perfecting a bit. And uh, and part of the art of what we do is making it look like sometimes we thought of it there or delivered it with the first. Right. You know, so if you're making it look easy, that means you're making it you're doing it right. But there's a lot of work and thought and love that goes into a joke. So if somebody takes your joke, it's like saying. You know that's your product. You just got robbed, right? Yeah, right, that, that's, and, yeah. And so, so that's that why is, comics can can get all emotional sure. about it. You know, 
And you, and you can see that in that case, especially there, where, you know, uh, uh, it's like now they're the new Middle Eastern Koreans. <laughs> they're like, no, no, this is not a standard thing that you just go in regards to your language. This is a thing that Barry Sobel made up. That's become a standard thing. Well, yeah. I invented it first, and then everyone's pilfering from it. But in regards to the, the Golden Globes, uh, <coughs> I'm definitely, without a doubt, not saying that, of course, the, the great Tina Fey or Amy Poehler <laughs> were there at the Comedy Store, or were there in San Francisco when I did it, uh, and suddenly they went, oh, I, we want to do it as well. But, I don't know, I've written for a lot of, uh, I've written for the, the VMAs and the movie awards and other award shows, and I've submitted jokes, and whenever there's an award show, uh, let's say, like Steve Martin's hosting the Academy Awards or someone really cool, then everyone and everyone's friend tries to submit something because they want to get it onto that award show. Because it's, it would be so cool if Steve Martin did your joke. It would be so cool if Amy and Tina right. did your joke. <laughs> and it was just the idea of that I would, that I would go, uh, well, here, here's what happens. If I were to say to you, like, oh, this would be really cool. Why don't we have Bill Cosby answering the allegations in a Bill Cosby routine? And then now you're, you're one of the great comedians of all time, but, so I'd say to you, like, let's make up something. You put, there's a million words that come out of your mouth mm-hmm. as to what Bill Cosby is going to say. Like, you can go like, hey, you know, I'm the great dad from the show, so why don't you be on the show? There's a million different things you could say. But just the idea that you would go right to the exact same words that I did, which is, you put the pill in the girl with the rape. The people want to know, how do you make the rape? You put the pill in the girl with the rape, which is what I did. And so they went, he answered the allegations, you put the pill in the people. The people don't want the pill. It's just the idea that they would cut exactly what I did that seemed unimaginably like exactly in my routine. Exactly. So I didn't, I didn't even care about it because I've, I've created a lot of things and suddenly, you know, they're out into the pop culture. But this particular thing... Out of nowhere, again, I don't even know I have fans or a Facebook page. Suddenly, my Facebook page and the Twitter were lighting up because it was like, uh, this was, I'm in San Francisco, right? And the, uh, this is like my big new routine of December. <laughs> it's like, and then everyone was going, oh my God, very simple, you nailed this. This is like, everyone tries to do the Bill Cosby thing, but you have the quintessential Bill Cosby thing. So it was out there. And so this was like, kind of like one of my favorites. And then, so then all the people who saw me do this for the last month or two, just like, it just became like a flood of texts and emails and, uh, and posts on my page. And then out of nowhere, some guy from, I guess, you know, just, uh, sees this and sends it to another guy who writes for the Huffington Post and, and then there it was. So just, uh, well, see, the other thing, too, I was, I was explaining to Kevin that a lot of times writers just come to the clubs and you don't even know if they're in the room. And, uh, you know, right. oh, that, that yeah, you know, because the it, comedy store, they definitely do. Well, anywhere uh, or, uh, you know, any comedy club in, in Hollywood or New York, you don't know who's in the back. You know what I mean? Yeah, you and don't. you don't know what it, you don't know what the writers look like. You know what the comics do, you know, and, and the writers that are that comics that became writers pretty much still respect respect the code. You know what I mean? It's, but there's some writers that, you know, or I, I wouldn't put a pat like you said, it wasn't like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey wrote all those jokes. Somebody right. wrote that for them. Right. And whoever wrote that for them must have seen you do it then. Well, that, that, it, it's quite possible, but let me explain to the, the listeners other things uh, 
that are even more absurd. Uh, first of all, those, I, I couldn't agree with you more that when people write for TV shows or award shows or anything, they're under a certain amount of pressure. Like, they'd like to get a joke in. That was the job they were paid for. Uh, I used to write on Saturday Night Live, actually, for Tina Fey and Jimmy Fallon when I did the Weekend Update. And so we were hired writers. And so we would uh, do the Weekend Update. But also, everyone in the building was also given the setups to the Weekend Update joke. So anyone who worked on Saturday Night Live could also submit uh, a joke. But not only that, they also had, as do many, many, many talk shows, people who fax in jokes. Now, these are people who are, they're not even on the payroll. It's just a, a list that people have accumulated. Someone's friend, someone else who might be funny, someone wants to be in comedy. So these people literally fax in a joke that could come from anywhere that actually go to a, a tremendously big star who is, who's in a, on a legit TV show. Try, try to imagine people actually faxing jokes to, you know, The Tonight Show with Jay Leno or, <laughs> or Letterman or Saturday Night Live. Like some guy in Ohio faxes in a joke. We, we don't know where he got the joke. There's right. no accountability. I, I really feel it's wrong that they should even fax in jokes because they're not, no one's protected by the union. And then that's how a joke would get on the, the old Tonight Show and stuff. Interesting about so you. It's, a, it's absurd. Yeah. Make it bigger. And then, so who, who, so that guy gets $100, or you get $100 to get your joke on Saturday Night Live. He doesn't care where he gets his $100 from if, if he saw it, or, you know, in a club do the joke. Right, but I think when you're on a on a scale like the Golden Globes, where a lot, I mean, it's a it's a big show, a lot of people watching it, it takes a lot of balls to use a joke. You know, I mean, oh, uh, from- you there's people, uh, there is a you got a YouTube. I think they took it down. I don't know if you heard about this this comedian kid that was that stole Mitch Mulaney's whole act. <laughs> did, did you really? did you hear about this guy? Yeah, well, no, Mitch, no, no, no. Really Mitch Mulaney, Mitch Mulaney passed away. He died. Right. right? Yes, my rest. And um and. So Mitch, you know, he, he used to do this this one guy, and I can't think of his name. I got to text my buddy right now. I'll have it by the end of the show. So they set him up. Ari Shafir was part of this too, um, Chris Neff, that uh, they, they had him come down and do a show, right? So he does his whole act, right? The whole act. And now they told him, well, this is how the show format is. What we do is we have the headliner come up, and then we sit him down and we ask him questions. So they had a, t- a table set up. He sits down at the table. As he's talking, they bring the screen down behind him. Hmm. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and then they just start asking <laughs> him, how did you come up with this bit? Then they start showing Mitch's bit <laughs> behind him. Right? Wow. The kid got all nervous. He goes, well, I'm from the Bay Area. I used to write. I wrote those jokes with Mitch. And they're like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Wow. Right? So he gets up, he tries to run out, and they follow him with the camera. And I guess he got a, he's, he has, you know, I can't think of the guy's name, scumbag piece of shit. Right, yeah. But, you know, uh, there is that, there are people that try and, 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 you know, slip through the cracks, don't want to, don't want to put the time in. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. You know? uh, Barry, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm sure, is this joke no longer in your repertoire anymore? No, that, that was the whole point was, yeah. uh, when they, when they, uh, the guy from Huffington Post asked me, uh, that, you know, I really love that joke. And so I just, uh, when I, 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 she asked me for a comment, I was saying, you know, I, I don't, of course, don't think that Amy or Tina took the joke, but I want the people, I want the people of the planet Earth to know that I invented the joke. <laughs> right. I can go do this joke. And of course, uh, Mr. Ernst knows me that I'd probably make a speech going, hey, Bobby, you, you know, you probably saw this joke on Golden Globes. I didn't do it, but it was on the Globes. 
No, I, I love I love the bit, and I'm definitely that was the whole point of. That's the whole point. Very rarely do you get a an outpour of uh, of support from people to to protect your joke. Everyone else would be like, hey, you can't do that joke anymore." You can still do the joke, especially civilians. But, uh, you know, but don't worry. I don't think anybody. Well, I don't think anybody watched <laughs> the Golden Globes anyway, so don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> hey guys, you're not going to believe this. I actually have to return a car right now. I'm, <laughs> nice, gonna be, I'm going to be. Uh, that's actually what I'm doing. I'm someone going to be a car so I can get to it. So I can get up early enough to. Do your to do your show, but I'm going to be in a. As we discussed off air, I'm going to be in a Arizona next week. So call me about that, and uh, and your guest there is one of the greatest stand-up comedians in the world. So proud. Yeah, Brett's know awesome. Him and start with him. Right Thanks, on, Barry. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. All right, thank you so much, guys. Have fun. I got I got to do some of his jokes now. <laughs> right on, man. <laughs> All right, dude. Later. later.